All right, so this is the continuation of a series I've been doing on the five spiritual faculties, and it's not required that you've been at the other ones. So just as a review, the five spiritual faculties are faith or confidence, energy, mindfulness, concentration, and wisdom. And the way we're going through them is to talk about the, the way they link together um, not because they necessarily have to follow each other one after the other, etc., but because the order isn't arbitrary. It does matter the way they're presented. So we've gotten up to mindfulness in the middle, and the, um, the sense that as we're learning to do something, the five spiritual faculties are qualities that we use in learning a skill. They were identified by the Buddha as the things that we bring to bear when we're becoming proficient in something such as meditation or such as walking the path or such as learning to play tennis. You know, these are qualities that we all have, but they may not be directed toward a spiritual aim. And so they become the spiritual faculties when we put them to work on the Eightfold Path for us. So we've gotten to mindfulness, which is the step where we realize that we need to pay attention to what we're doing. Um, you know, we've decided to go for something. We have faith, we have confidence, we trust something and decide to do it. And we start putting out energy toward it, uh, which in itself has some, some subtlety. How much energy? Where should the energy go? Um, when do I apply a lot of energy and when do I back off and let things just happen? So as we work with that, we realize, oh, the way I could know all of that is if I pay attention to what I'm doing. You know, like the way when we're learning to cook a recipe, we'll try it and, you know, it's too spicy or it, you know, we, we cooked this part too fast and that part wasn't ready yet, something like that. So then we say, oh, okay, now I see how it goes now that I've tried it. So next time I'm going to do it differently or I'm going to add more basil or I'm going to not use so much salt, whatever. Um, so then we can imagine we could apply that to our practice also. Literally during a session on the cushion, you know, is how are things going? Oh, is my mind too energized right now? I'll, I'll back off a little bit. What do I do when I, you know, encounter a lot of thoughts coming up? Oh, right, I have this strategy. Not that we want to overthink things, um, but we, you know, we have a way of responding. We, we become more responsive. So there's on the cushion, and then there's also, you know, in our, in our overall practice in our life. I've been doing metta practice for, I'm just making up these phrases. Say I've been doing metta practice for two years, and it feels like... Um, like I want to do more open awareness. You know, I had a, I had a friend who went on a six-week metta retreat. She dedicated herself to that. She, actually, it was nine weeks now to think about it. That's a really long time to do metta practice. And she found that um, uh, it had an evolution throughout the retreat. And for the last about week or two, uh, the metta just fell away. And she was just doing vipassana practice. And she didn't get upset and say, oh, my God, I've lost it at the end. She understood that that was just the way it was flowing. It was time to do something else because she was paying attention. It felt like that was, she understood that was the right thing. 
So as we work in this way, this is where I ended last time, we begin, to, we begin to get a sense of mastery of our mind. And that doesn't at all mean that we feel like we're in control, like it always goes the way we want it to. More like mastery, like we kind of have the hang of it. We kind of know roughly what the parameters of our mind are. Of course, that changes over time. And so, um, so I decided to add a, the extra comment that the sense of mastery is intimately connected with letting go of control. And if that sounds surprising, think about when you've learned something. You know, there's the, to- there's the period where it's really conscious and intentional and also really awkward. Like when you're learning to ride a bike and you have to think about it and then you fall into the bushes because you're thinking too hard and you didn't notice, you know, something else. Or when you're trying really hard to make something look a certain way when you're doing a, an art or a craft. And then 10 years from then, um, you, don't, you don't even think about those things. They're just incorporated. Or how about learning to drive? Oh, my God, the first time, right? The steering wheel, the gas pedal, looking out the window, remembering when to turn on the lights, you know. Ah, and now, right, it's all been incorporated uh, into the way we just do things. So we can do other things. We can, you know, we're refining it, etc. So we let go of the need to be the one doing it, <laughs> controlling it. That's actually really important in practice. Especially when people hear all this stuff about right effort has these four different qualities to it.
Okay, question. It's too cold. At atmospheric pressure, the water spoils when at this temperature. Good. That's why we're alive. We're talking about the water and it's absorbing the heat from the water. So in other words, the conditions for the water temperature is not present. So it's not boiling. And it's not reasonable to make the demand for the soil or to be angry with the conditions of the water. That would not be reasonable. So the conditions aren't there. Now, the body, that is this part called concentration, it actually becomes water in the body. Body and water. Body has certain conditions. Does not exist without conditions. Conditions for it being there accordingly. So let's let's name the number of conditions. How can I name one condition for the body? Because that's the only part that exists. Actually, you're right. All, all of them are conditions, right? They all come together. So we also have shape and action and and become animal. What else? Do you remember any other teachings? All these kinds of teachings of atmosphere and pressure and this that work. Do you remember any of them that are not in? Mindfulness, my goodness, we're seeing a pattern here. Okay, and what comes right before mindfulness in the sutra path? Effort or energy. Oh, that's the one that comes right before mindfulness in the faculties also. We are not arbitrary the way the list kind of echoes and repeats each other. Okay, now we're getting into more obscure, but samadhi appears in a lot more obscure samadhi, but the only factor factor that appears more times than samadhi is called melatonin. And mostly in samadhi is in the second factor. Okay. So there are other factors like the factors of um, awakening, seven factors of awakening, concentration, self-awareness, etc. Right before this is tranquility, and right before that is joy. There are five jhana structures, including two of which are joy and happiness. So, what we bring together here in this concentration is neurophagy and this microcosm called self-awareness brain. They're not there so that we can memorize them or to kind of work with um, college students or academics. Helping understand what factors are going to 
but also the small pleasures that you get from food, um, sex, etc. Um, isn't as good as the discussion on meditation. So it really does just start to get into the weeds. That's why the Buddha says this is the kind of happiness that you wish to feel. Concentration is not in and of itself the point. It's not an end in itself liberating. Instead, just in all these lists that we read, concentration leads to other things. Rarely the last in the list, we'll say that it's not in the list of things, but that can be kind of how it is anyway. The other lists that have concentration are things that are But in the other lists that are more like a, a process, concentration is followed by doing things that get hard. So you don't have to do that in the same way. Knowledge and vision are very different concepts. So concentration at the point of concentration is clearly different. And we understand that when our mind is moving around, we don't see that clearly. These are very basic things, um, and this is not actually any sort of humorous, but the, the Buddha's first practice when he decided he was going to set out and try to find a solution to suffering, his first practices that he did were to go study the Jhana teachings of this era. People knew all about Jhana well, before the Buddha, because these were common practices in the East. I mean, they were common among everybody, but they were known. He went and easily found two concentration said, well, you learned everything I know. How would you like to be a teacher along with me? And he said, this isn't what I was looking 
able to sort of meet a stalker. And my beat will break while this happens, but then I have to come out. I have to do the rest of my life, and when I do that, I still have to find that um, concentration temporarily, but then I have to do something so there's no deviation from the illusion that there is a real me, that there's no um, breathable real me, that I'm still in concentration. And so, um, you know, it feels great at the time, but basically these two things end up, um, you know, they undermine them a little bit. They get weaker there's still the, the underlying thing that's really still there, and that's the conditioned program of trauma that has to be unlocked. And so the ruler with this intelligence wisdom, enough wisdom to realize this isn't quite as deep as I wanted to go, or we had to go into some of the two other things that I wanted to explain in the So don't get wrapped up in whether or not the mind is going to make sense to us, but I wanted to go over this Is the union of mindfulness, calm, and really lively state. Without these, it would be like expecting a bottle of bourbon.
there's a there are two things happening. There's what's happening and there's mediation situations. And those are both areas of testing. So it it can be that we in almost inevitably
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.